0: It's good to see you today. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, Texas. This is our Journey Through Scripture podcast, our Thursday edition. Um, we are continuing our chronological move through Scripture. We are in Acts today. We will be looking at Acts chapters nine through twelve. Acts nine through twelve. All right. So we, when we left off, um, we saw the martyr of Stephen uh, with the. Uh, Saul was part of, and then we had uh, the gospel message starts to get spread throughout Samaria, um, and into the Philip preaches to Samaria and the Ethiopian. Um, now, in uh, chapter 9, we see Saul again and kind of picks up where it left off of how he was wreaking havoc uh, on the church, and now he wants to go and he wants to continue wreaking havoc because that. The the martyr of Stephen um, dispersed the church, and so it started going into different areas. It made it all the way up to Syria, into Damascus. And so in uh, chapter 9, verse 1, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest, asked for letters for him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any who were there of the way, uh, the way of Christ, um uh, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. So so this is this is not just someone who is kind of upset about this new group that is beginning to teach. Um, he is passionate. Um, he is zealous and we see him talk about that uh, later. Um, but he is he is on fire for the God that he believes he is defending um, right He is not doing this out of duty or anything like that, he is 100% committed. Um, uh, This is something that he believes deeply in. And and I I say all that, um, somebody that, like Saul, does not change their beliefs easily. Um, Not not that I'm not persecuting people, but what would it take for me, or maybe for you, um, what would it take for me to renounce my faith and to start following, say, Islam? Right? Like, I, I can't even fathom it. It would take something like this. right? That's that's the kind of the type of guy that, that Saul is. Um, he wasn't going to be won over um, by eloquent preaching. Um, now, not everyone is like that. In fact, most people are not. Um, but, but Saul was, it, he was going to have to have an encounter with the Lord. And that is what we, we see here in Acts chapter nine, as he was walking on the road to Damascus. Um, it, there was a, a great light shown from him from heaven. He fell to the ground, heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Says, who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are perse- persecuting. Um, it is hard for you to kick against the goads. Now, what's that talking about? It's, it's like with, whenever you would have an ox, you would have a goad to, to poke them, to prod them, to get them to go where you wanted to, them to go. Sometimes they would kick at that, um, right? It's kind of like, uh, you, you know, uh, you can use that today with showing pigs and things like that. You're guiding them. Um, but the, if they kick at that, it can actually hurt themselves, and so it's interesting. Uh, some in some uh, variations, this uh, sentence is left out. In some translations, um, we see this again later in Acts. Um, but basically, it's God saying, uh, "Saul, I I am moving you in a different direction. Quit kicking against me, right?" And and He says, "This is Jesus, who I uh, whom you are persecuting." So Saul, trembling and astonished, said, "Lord, what do you want me to do?" The Lord said, Arise, go to the city. You will be told what to do. Um, many of the others uh, heard a voice, but they did not see uh, anyone. And when Saul arose, he could not see. So now he goes, he is spending time fasting. Um, God uh, comes to Ananias and says, Hey, I want you to go speak to this guy named Saul. Well, Ananias knew who Saul was. Um, it's like, uh, are you, you sure you have the right? Uh, person God and it says no I'm going to use uh, Saul to do great things and so Ananias uh, goes and uh, ministers to Paul says uh, uh, verse 13 this whole, uh, Ananias answers Lord I've heard many things about this man how much harm he has done um, and he's he wants to do more harm verse 15 so God says go for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear his my name before the Gentiles kings and the children of Israel, for I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias went, um, and uh, Paul uh, accepted, and scales fell from his eyes, so he was able to see again. Um, And then immediately, Paul begins preaching uh, in the synagogues, Uh, and (laughs) he starts causing trouble very quickly, because again, they thought he was coming, the people in the synagogue thought he was coming to uh, arrest Christians. And now he is sitting here telling them that they should follow Christ. Uh, <laughs> I love in verse 22, it says, but Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the uh, is the Christ. Um, but he had to leave because they threatened to, to kill him. How quickly the tables turn against Saul. Um, he's was the one doing the persecuting. Now he is being persecuted. Um, He goes to Jerusalem, says when Saul had come to Jerusalem, it's verse 26, he tried to join the disciples, but they were afraid. And then it took Barnabas um, to say, no, he he, he has experienced, I I know that he has experienced something uh, new on the road to Damascus. Um, And so in verse 29, he spoke boldly in the name of the Lord and disputed against the Hellenists, but they attempted to kill him. When the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him out to Tarsus. So you know, this is again; these are normal human people. God is doing amazing things, but they were very cautious about Saul. Um, but 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 Barnabas stepped up. They support Saul, but you know, maybe they sent him away to Caesarea, Tarsus to kind of see, okay, where is this going? What what is happening here? Um, but we see that the church continues to. Sp- to prosper through Judea, Galilee, Samaria, verse 31, and peace, uh, had peace and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and they were multiplied. So now things start to, to continue to grow. The church is spreading. Um, it's, it's not experiencing mass persecution at this time. Um, and, and things are moving forward and God is continuing to worse work. Now the, uh, the narrative here in Acts kind of shifts to Peter, puts emphasis on Peter. Um, Peter had gone kind of to Caesarea um, and to Joppa. So he's, he's now left Jerusalem and is kind of sharing and checking on uh, things that have, uh, how the church is spreading. Um, he kills Aeneas. Um, then you have Tabitha, whose name is translated to Dorcas. What an unfortunate translation that is. I think I would stick with Tabitha. Um, but she was uh, full of good works and charitable deeds. Uh, but then she became sick and died. And the uh, those who, who loved her wanted Peter to come and to, to pray for her. And Peter um, uh, sends them out. Again, he's using the example that Jesus uh, gave. And he says, uh, Tabitha, arise. And when she opened her eyes, she saw that Peter was there and she sat up. Uh, then he gave her his hand, lifted her up. Uh, when they had called the saints and wit- uh, widows, he presented her alive. Um, right? so, so Peter, is uh, God is using him to do some uh, amazing things. Um, so you see, see uh, uh, Peter uh, continuing to go throughout uh, Judea and Samaria. Um, Acts chapter 10, you have another character, uh, Cornelius. He is a, a centurion. Um, he, was, he would have been in charge of a regiment, so that had been 80 to 100 people, um, and he was uh, a devout man who kind of believed in the God of the Old Testament, right? He's not Jewish, um, but he was not a full convert, but someone who believed uh, in God, um, but, uh, but obviously not in Jesus. And so uh, he has a vision um and he says uh, a vision of the Lord, and the Lord says to send uh, to men to Joppa um, to bring Peter. Um, so you know, he he is faithful and so he sends people down to Joppa. At the same time, Peter is having a vision. And that vision, uh, you can read there in Acts chapter uh, 10, uh, starting in verse 9. Um, he uh, has a, a vision. So he sees the, a, a great sheet uh, uh, bound at four corners descending to him, let down to the earth. In it were all kinds of four footed creatures, um, wild beasts, creeping things, birds of the air. Rise, Peter, kill and eat. So basically, these were the things that they were not supposed to eat um, for ritual reasons. Um, but Peter said, No, for I've not eaten anything common un- or unclean. And a voice said to him the second time, What God has cleansed, you must not call common. So this has happened three times. So God is is kind of saying, okay, there are some things that were ritual that that are not necessary to continue. Um, That people can have different rituals and still believe in me. And then that is preparing Peter for the knock at the door. Um, And in fact, God lets Peter know there's going to be some men coming and uh, they're here. Listen to them. So they come and they say, hey, I'm, uh, we represent Cornelius. Um, he's a Roman centurion. Normally, I'm sure Peter would have said, you know, that's that's great, but uh, I don't think I'm going to just follow you blindly. Uh, but God had prepared Peter. And so then Peter meets uh, Cornelius, uh, verse 28, said to him, you know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company with or go to one of another nation. But God has shown me, that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore, I came without objection as soon as I was sent for. I asked them for what reason have you sent for me? Um, And so uh, they they tell the story and Peter um, begins uh, teaching and sharing about Christ. Verse 34, then Peter opened his mouth and said, in truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him, the word which God sent to His children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That that word that you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. Uh, right, and so then he continues, um, and he says, verse forty three: To him, all the prophets and witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sin. All right, so. You, you can start seeing this transition no longer. And, and God is being very specific um, of saying, okay, there's some ritual things that you, you can certainly continue, but is not required um, as, as this message is designed to go to the Gentiles, to nations everywhere. Um, and, and so we see this. And of course, this is also laying the groundwork. God is also calling Saul, who is going to specifically go to the Gentiles Uh, Peter mainly is going to stay in the Jerusalem area. Um, But Peter, uh, but, uh, excuse me, uh, Saul, or we call him Paul, um, he is going to be mainly to the Gentiles. So you see God setting all of this up in in very powerful ways so that they know this is from God. Um, And then you uh, continue to... uh, uh, read, the Holy Spirit is, comes upon the Gentiles. So verse 44, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those uh, who believed, uh, who heard the word and those of the circumcision, so that would be the Jews, right? Um, who believed were astonished as many came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they heard them speaking in tongues and magnify God. See, they... They were still kind of under the, the belief that, you know, you need to you need to be Jewish right, and follow our rituals. But the Holy Spirit is poured out on those who were uncircumcised, who had not um, become Jewish. So pretty, pretty interesting. It says then Peter answered, can anyone forbid uh, water? Um, that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay a few days. Um, so uh, Peter uh, continues uh, uh, to, uh, to teach, says, Now the apostles and brethren who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had received the word of God. And when Peter came up to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision contended with him saying you went into uncircumcised men and ate with them. Right. These are, we have those same uh, arguments and disagreements, right? Well, should we, uh, how should we treat this group of people or that group of people? Again, that's a human simpleness. God is overcoming all of that. And so now Peter has to defend himself. And he, he tells the whole story in um, a verse 16. Then I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, Uh, This is uh, chapter 11, verse 16, Uh, how he said, John indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If therefore God gave them the same gifts as he gave us when we believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I can withstand God? Um, When I heard these things, they became silent and they glorified God saying, then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance to life. Now give credit. Um, to, these, to the people, to the, the disciples, to the Jews there in Jerusalem. Um, they uh, allowed God to change their misunderstanding. Um, what they were desiring was not uh, bad or evil in itself. Um, it was more tradition and ritual, um, which can be very hard to change your mind on. But they were open to what God was doing, just as we need to be open. Um, You also have uh, Barnabas and Saul. Um, Barnabas spends time with Saul. They go to Antioch, which Antioch is going to turn into the hub. Other than Jerusalem, it's going to be the hub in which uh, uh, Paul's missionary journeys uh, go from. Uh, Verse 25, then uh, Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was for a whole year they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. So you see, uh, Paul is 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 being taught, is being uh, is teaching, but is also being taught and prepared um, and preparing to go on the missionary journeys. Chapter twelve um, it just it talks about Herod um, again, same in that line. Um, how he persecuted, he uh, arrests Peter. Uh, you have a miraculous uh, freeing of Peter uh, I love that you, you can read there in chapter 12 um, uh, Herod also killed James the brother of John with the sword so one of the disciples is now dead because of Herod uh, Peter's taken into to custody but the the uh, God sends an angel to release uh, Peter I, I love the end of that story so the the angel brings Peter out of uh, uh, prison. Uh, and then Peter goes to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, probably the author of the Gospel of Mark, who was a close associate of Peter. The Gospel of Mark is basically Peter's gospel. Um, and uh, they were gathered together praying. Peter knocked at the door. A girl named Rhoda, another wonderful name, um, came to answer when she recognized Peter's voice because of her gladness. Um, she did not open the gate. So she's just so excited uh, but she just runs back in and says, hey, Peter's uh, here. Uh, and they didn't believe him. They thought it was an angel because they thought it, Peter probably was dead. So they're like, okay, maybe it's his angel, but it's certainly not Peter. Uh, but he continues to, to knock and then they finally go uh, and uh, and Peter tells them the story. And then he continues to, to move on um, to stay away from Herod. Uh, then you have Herod's death. Basically, he uh, people start kind of. Uh, th- there are a few people who heard him uh, speak who you know, were sucking up and saying, oh, you were just like God. Um, well, Herod, I'm sure, loved that. And then he uh, became uh, violently ill and died and worms uh, ate him. <laughs> That's one way to go. Um, and uh, it ends in verse 24, but the word of God grew and multiplied uh, in spite of Herod, in spite of this persecution, the word of God is continuing to grow. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry. And they also took with them John, whose surname was Mark. So again, you're starting to see preparation for uh, the, uh, 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 the journeys of, of Paul. So we're going to stop there. Um, we're going to read on Tuesday, chapters 13 through 15 of Acts. So Acts chapters 13 through 15. uh, This will be Paul's first missionary journey. Hope you have a great weekend and we will see you on Tuesday.